Blog Talk Radio. Peeps, this is Timber Dalton. You're listening to Oral Lingus with Timber Dalton, Intelligent but Dirty. This is our uh, Christmas Eve Eve special. It is uh, December 23rd, 2010. We're running running out of room on the end of this year here. Um, I have tonight with me again. We just had her a couple weeks ago, but she's got a new book out, and everybody loved her, so I asked her to come back. We've got author Sophie Oak. Hi, Sophie. Hi, everybody. Hello. We've got we've got some of our regulars in the chat room going on too. For those of you who are listening to this in the chat room, remember that you've got a slight time delay of about five to seven seconds from what you actually hear. So, um, and if anybody wants to call in, our number is three one zero eight six one two three four eight. I'm running the uh, switchboard by myself tonight, so if I'm running a little behind, just if it, if it puts you into the queue, just hang on and I'll get to you. Um, and remember, if you're listening to this after the fact, if you've downloaded it, there is a live chat room that pops up during the show, and you can participate with some of our regulars, like we've got Jillian and Michael and Lisa and Chloe and AJ, and and we've got a couple of guests in there, and so you can have all sorts of fun. So you'll see me, uh, or hear me, rather, bouncing back and forth between our conversations and things that our uh, chat peeps are saying in there. So, so tell us about the new book, Sophie. I'm really excited about the new book. Um, it's called Two to Love. It's the second book in my Bliss series. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it takes place roughly um, right after the first book. The first book's called Three to Ride. Uh, you get a little taste of what happens in Two to Love at the end of Three to Ride. It's about um, Callie Shepard. She is a sheriff's administrative assistant. Uh-huh. Um, she's a small-town girl, lived her whole life in bliss. She went wild one time and had this amazing night with these two men named Zane and Nate. Um, mm-hmm. What she didn't know is that they were going into the to deep cover in, with the DEA a, a couple of weeks after they spent the time with her, and they fell in love with her over this weekend that they spent. And uh-huh. six years later, they show back up, they show up in bliss, having their DEA mission gone terribly wrong, and they're back to win her heart. Ah. But unfortunately, the, the DEA trouble comes with them, too. So Ooh, This sounds yeah. good. I haven't I, I, I I finished the first one yet, so this, this I'm looking forward to adding this to my to-be-read pile. I'm going to be putting this on my uh, on my nook tonight, so <laughs> yay. I think it's a fun book. It it uh it goes back to bliss. It's got a lot of the same quirky elements that the first one had. But then we throw an outlaw biker gang on the top of it, so Ah, because life wasn't complicated enough. <laughs> it's not. It never is. One of the things we joke about is whenever I do a book is this is this small, sleepy little town, and yet it manages to have stalkers, bikers. I'm planning a serial killer. Um, yeah, lots of bad things happen in Bliss, and yet it's a great place to live, really. Mm-hmm. 
That sounds cool. And, oh, for those of you who are listening, I'm going to put the link in the chat room again here. Um, this week, it's uh, on discount until, uh, what, the first week. But your other books apparently are on 15% discount, I believe, until the 30th. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, I think that the, this one's on a 10% discount for a week. Um, okay. And then the, my other books are on 15% discount. Okay, cool. So those of you who have not gone and bought her books yet, uh, make sure you get thyself over to Siren Bookstrand. Um, it's bookstrand.com. Um, for this book, it's bookstrand.com backslash two hyphen two hyphen love. And that's T-W-O hyphen T-O hyphen love. Um, and right now, as I'm looking at the website, it's actually number seven on the bestseller list. Woohoo! It's It's been a good release day. Yes. Yes. Awesome. I bet the pre-sales were probably really good on that, too. They um, were good. Yeah. And um, by the way, folks, you can go visit Sophie, too, at her website. It's sophieoak.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-E-O-A-K.com. Um, so make sure you guys head over to her website and keep up with her there. And so you've got now one, two, three, four, five books out. Woohoo! Holla! That's great. Good for you. That sounds great. Um, five books since July. I need a vacation. You need a vacation. <laughs> I do. Oh, Christmas has come up fast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. True. Christmas has come up pretty fast. I'm actually, we're we're doing a very low-key Christmas ourselves this year just because we've got so much going on with family and everything. So we actually kind of went really low-key. And my son's 15 now, so he got kind of the big present. I gave him a, a laptop because he needed a, a computer. So he's and he's at the age now where he understood that was that was the gift, and then he got that actually yeah. for Christmas. And he got a couple of little little things you know, for his wee, but I mean nothing big. So we we did a low key Christmas this year. <laughs> so, I have yeah. a two year old. That is not in the cards for me. Well, that two-year-old's like, see, that's that's great because that age, my son, he loved the boxes. I mean, screw the toys, give him the boxes. That's all he wanted. It's like he could have just gone to, you know, UPS and bought some boxes with different sizes and wrapped them, and he was happy with those. I mean, we were we were we got boxes. her. We spent an enormous amount of time trying to to basically track down every Toy Story three thing we could find, and I told uh-huh. my husband. Um, we had also, while we were walking around Toys R Us, there was this huge monkey on sale for like 20 bucks that we picked up on discount. I'm like, that's all we needed to buy. That's all mm-hmm. she's going to care about is the giant monkey oh, that yeah. she can jump on. Yep. Everything else is superfluous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that in the boxes because I guarantee you anything yeah. that's big enough for her to climb into, that's what she's going to fall in love with. And God help you if you try to throw it away. <laughs> you oh, will yeah. have a temper tantrum on your hands. Oh yes. I can't throw away anything. Anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> she she's attached to all of it. It all uh-huh. belongs to her. Ah. Well what you do is you hide until she forgets about it and then you sneak it outside when she's asleep. <laughs> That's the trick. Yeah. <laughs> well, but see, then my husband, you can put I, I we recently were trying to uh declutter. Uh-huh. Um and and he makes the horrible mistake of leaving it in the back of his van. Oh. And, and at some point in time, the baby gets in there and says, my penguin's in the trash. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a problem. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because one thing I, I I just did recently is I had to take a whole bunch of stuff over to storage because I was emptying out some stuff to make room in our garage. And I was kind of, I was having my mommy moment. I was like, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get rid of it. So it's, it's hard. Of course, mine's, like I said, mine's 15. So now you have what? You have two kids? Three. Three. I have three. I have a 15 year old, a 12 year old, and a two and a half year old. Mm -hmm. Ah, I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we love (laughs) you. You're the good kind of crazy. (laughs) You fit right in. Completely and utterly (laughs) insane. Oh, so okay. So now, what's next? So now that you've got this one, what's what's next for the series? Um. Well, for this series, Mm -hmm. um, I'm. I'm finishing up the third book of my other series, which is Texas Sirens, and I literally have like uh, a chapter and a half to finish that book. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I've got to write the third book of the Bliss series, which is Stefan's book. Um, he's my big bad dom, so mm-hmm. I like to call it. I, I typically have a big bad dom in every series, and he's my big bad dom. He's your big bad dom. That sounds cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I, of, course, of course, BDSM, you know, I'm there. That's kind of one of my favorites to, to write in, and, yeah. and I just happen to enjoy it. Um, um, I know you do. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a bad girl at heart. I'm a, I'm a bad wild girl. I just, I, there's something about BDSM play. I love the dynamics of the personalities and the psychology. I mean, not so like, bore people, oh, it's cool sex, but yeah, I mean, it's more than I like to play with the trust, especially with the trust issues. I mean, to me, that's a huge thing, um, playing with that with people, and, and especially if you've got a menage going on, and then you can throw that dynamic in there, and it's just, it just, to me, it's just, it's a lot of fun to play with. It really is. I mean, you can do so much, and it just leaves so many avenues wide open for exploration, no um, puns intended there. <laughs> I'm sure my pretty little uh, chat room people are going to take that comment and run with it but um <laughs> it's it's just fun, i love the psychology know. of the power exchange in, in mm-hmm. a ds relationship particularly yes. um i i love the idea of um that the big bad dom is there but the truth of the matter is the sub has the control of the relationship mm-hmm. you're, you're only going to get and that's really what i'm looking at when i write the third book in the bliss series is um, I typically write from the idea that the sub knows what they want, knows what they need, and they, they go to the dom. And most of the BDSM I've written has been um, kind of about about that, finding yourself. And I really want to write it from a different perspective. I want to write it from a perspective of a person who needs to learn to trust enough to say her safe word. Right. You know, um, she's she's kind of uh, damaged, mm-hmm. and it's almost. Uh, I see, having talked to submissives, some of them, it's almost like a game. How much can I take? Mm-hmm. When it really should be about um, something else. It, it shouldn't necessarily be about just how much pain I can take. Well, for some but people, I think. Where- it, it is for some people. I mean, for some people, it's kind of a pride thing. And and but there, I know there's other other reasonings. It's like there's almost this need to please, and it's not so much yes. that the dom is demanding this certain level of of compliance, but it's like the, the it's like this need to push yourself to see. Okay, you know, I want to take more because the more I take it, there's this little gleam that 
sometimes I know for me personally, there's this little gleam in the eye that you go, okay, I want to get that look. I want to earn that look. I want to earn that look. Yeah. It, or whatever it is for, you know, that particular person. And it just, you know, it, it really is. It's, there's, it's just, it's funny how you, you, you think, oh no, I never do something like that. Well then when you're in the middle oh, of the you scene, do it like, every day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know personally, one of the reasons it. I'm interested is because I I do it in in my daily life. Mm-hmm. I just went to the dentist, and one of the things I was proud of was you know I sat there and didn't complain, even though it hurt like hell. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get me to complain because I can take it, and right. and so I I I enjoy writing at, writing BDSM from kind of that that dynamic of I I can take this much, but you can take it too far. Mm-hmm. I, I know I haven't. I, I have. <laughs> well, I think in in real life, taking it too far, it's it's really you know when you have two fairly, I won't say sane people, but when you have two two non psychotic people or two non sociopathic <laughs> people together, and you throw them together, it's because sanity is of course relative when you're dealing with BDSM. Um, I mean, you know, they'll they'll take things to a certain limit and push themselves, and you know, one person. Uh, and, and frankly, a lot of times it's actually the top that'll call a scene before the bond does. The bond's good. No, 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 don't stop. And the top's like, yeah, yeah, you've had enough. No, 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 more, more. And you know, but I think the problem is where there, there's a true breakdown if is if a trust is violated, if a safe word is not honored, or something is done. You know, maybe it's not necessarily crossing a hard boundary, but there's this slip of trust where something is worked in that wasn't discussed previously. That maybe you know, like, well, you know, you, you, I tried it on you, and you liked it in the middle of the scene. Well, that's different, you know. I wasn't ready for it. And I kind of wasn't in a mood to kind of, you know, say no. So that's where breakdowns of trust can happen. I mean, beyond the obvious, obvious, like you know, somebody cheating or whatever, when depending on the type of relationship you got. But I mean, it's just there's all sorts of different things that can go wrong, <laughs> and then there's the simple things that can go wrong, like rigging can break, and I've seen people almost dropped on their heads, and <laughs> you know, all sorts of fun things like yeah. that. So, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing to write. I, I just like writing about the world, and I like also mixing it with different things like the, the I mean, it's not all just about the, the B and D, S, and M. It's also about, like, just if you take an aspect of it, like the dominance and submission. Yeah, and, and that's the truth because in the in the real BDSM world, there are people who don't necessarily um, do bondage or impact play or anything like that. It's just the dominance and submission. And so it's like I worked that like in Fierce Radiance. I worked that in there, you know, and in Acquainted with the Night. And those are both sci-fi, and they weren't really BDSM, but there was little aspects of it. And it's fun to work with that dynamic. I mean, it just it just it's just a hoot. <laughs> but um, so what what's next? Um, do you have anything planned outside of these series right now uh, that you're working on at all? Or, well, I have. Um, I I've dipped my toe into the Love Extreme series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a book I wrote with a friend of mine uh, called Playing the Field coming out, mm-hmm. uh, delving into that great fantasy of um, one girl uh, taking on a football team. Yay! Woo-hoo. Uh, but I mean. <laughs> Yeah, oh, seriously, Patsy. <laughs> that is much more of a sex romp than I normally write. It, 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 it's at one it's a time, sex romp. or it it, it one, all at one oh. time, or seri- well, serially, it's, or it's only like it's only like five of them at once. So um, I, I haven't gone too crazy. It's like the front line. Yeah, 
so that that was kind of fun. Um, other than that, I've I've got uh, the first book of a paranormal series. Mm-hmm. Um, finished. I, I kind of want to write the whole cycle though before I put that out there. Right. It's it's a it's an overarching story that goes over three books. I've got mm-hmm. the first book written and about a quarter of the second book written, and then I I kind of broke it off because I got into this contemporary western thing. And that sells surprisingly well. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I, I really, my heart and soul are really in paranormals. Mm-hmm. I know nobody's going to believe that from my backlist, but it's really well, true. It, I mean, I'm the same way. I love paranormals. I love writing. I've still got my brimstone vampires. I have to go back to and write some more of and my demons. But I mean, I love paranormal. I always have. I mean, I cut my teeth on Stephen King and Salem's Lot and The Shining. I love. Yeah. I love paranormals. I mean, love, 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 love. And we got a we got a comment in the chat room. Lisa wrote, "Sophie does Dallas." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh God. Um. Okay. Now, okay, you got to be curious about this. Okay, well, what was the name of the football story again? I'm sorry. Playing the field. Playing the field. Okay, so tell us a little more about this. How does, I mean, is it just like basically pure sex? Is it, is this, is, or no, is there... I mean, it's, it doesn't have a nominal story. Yes. <laughs> um, the, the setup is, um, uh, like I said, it's, it's a, like, I tend to do, um, the the eighty thousand word book that's got a lot of story in it. This mm-hmm. is a deviation from that. It's it's much more hardcore. It's thirty thousand words, and I am sure half of it is sex. At, at least half of it is sex. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so it's got to come with with that uh, kind of of codicil to it. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it takes place uh, over a weekend, where mm-hmm. what you find out is the 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 lead character is named Tess, and she's a, a motivational speaker. She's there because this team, and they've the the owner of the team has identified his five most important players. She's mm-hmm. supposed to motivate them because they do really well in the seat during the season, and they break down during the playoffs completely. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, what you find out is that he's about to fire the coach because these players can't get it done, and these players love their coach. Mm-hmm. So they, what you don't know is that all of these players have, over the course of these weeks that she's been talking to them, fallen madly in love with her. Mm-hmm. But they don't talk about that with each other. Mm-hmm. So when they decide, you know what, she's she's really laid down the law. She's taken their keys. They're stuck in West Texas. They can't do anything in their off season except for this until she decides that they can go forward. They decide, well, we're going to seduce her, and that's the way we're going to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And it works a little too well, and she ends up figuring out that that was the original kind of bet between them. So... They've all fallen in love with her, and now they realize what they've done, and they have to get her back. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and that's how they come together as a team. Yeah, they... they yeah. And she takes one for the team. She takes, she takes the punch right. <laughs> There are lots and lots of football references. I found a way to make all of it dirty. Oh, good. Well, I've always said that, you know, I've always said that, that football, I mean, the way they, they, they go into the huddles and they always slap each other on the ass. I said, you know, they're always piling on top of each other. I'm like, you know, hey, 
it's already there for the for ripe for the picking. Um, and in the there chat room, there were so many great plates oh, named man. things like like the end around. How how could I not bring that and, into it? And there's tight a play called the end around. Yeah, That's and right. I mean even the positions tight end. Uh, come on, you know, come on. <laughs> there's a play um, called up the middle. There oh, you yeah. go. Oh, oh wow. Woohoo. <laughs> um in the chat room, Jillian asked, Does she have whoops, does she have any more coming out kind of like away from me? I don't right now. Um I away from me is kind of was kind of a deviation from what I've been doing, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's more that book from my heart, mm-hmm. I guess, than I've done in a while. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Let's see. We also have um doo, 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 where did it go? I just had the comment up. Um oh, AJ when talking we were talking about um playing the field. AJ says, I love it already. <laughs> so you've already got people ready to buy it, including me. <laughs> so so that one's probably gonna shoot right to the top of the bestseller list, I'm sure, once you get that one out. Um <laughs> And I oh. if Jillian is the same Jillian who wrote um that amazing review for me, I just I wanna say I love her. She's awesome. Uh, probably, because I think Jillian does book reviews, so she's, uh, and she goes, I know, it made me cry, damn it. (laughs) Apparently she loved it. Um. (laughs) Away From Me is my big, my big BDSM book. I feel like it is. It's my big, uh, I I loved writing Away From Me. Yeah, and Lisa just said it was a good story in the chat room, so, so yeah, oh, and Jillian says, yep, she was, that's, she's the same Jillian, so. (laughs) I thought it was. Yep. Yep. Jillian's one of my Jillian's one of my regulars. She's one of my buddies. So yeah, she's always in there. She's one of my peeps. Hi Jillian. Hi J- I see Jillian and Michael and Lisa and AJ and Chloe and ooh, we got Tammy in there and Reader Girls. <laughs> my little romper room mirror. I see everybody. All my little regulars. Um for those of you listening who are just tuning in, you're listening to Oral Lingus with Timber Dalton, Intelligent but Dirty. Uh, tonight we have author Sophie Oak in the house um, for a, uh, a quick turnaround here because she's got a new book out. Um, if you want to call in, it's 310-861-2348. Or you can, uh, you know, Julia just says, I just waved. <laughs> um, you can also email me at timberdalton at gmail.com. That's timber with a Y if you wanted to uh, email in any questions. Or we've got the live chat room up right now on the Blog Talk radio site, so you can join in that way. Um, let's see here. So so Christmas at your house, what's that going to be like with the three kids? Oh, I, I, I hope it's going to be okay because I literally turned in my final edit on Tuesday. Uh-huh. So my Christmas shopping started Tuesday. Um, oh wow! No, not, not not really. We we had done a we'd done some of it before then, but my husband and I have been out pretty much since I turned to hit the send button to turn it in. We've done nothing but try to get ready for it. It's a it's been crazy. Uh, it's a lot of family. My family is mostly all right here, so uh-huh. it's it's a lot of family in a short period of time. Oh wow! Are they all coming to your house? Oh, yeah. You've got to go the rounds. Oh boy. Uh we tend to to go uh, do a lot of traveling. Um, uh-huh. When I say uh, it, they're all close, I'm talking Texas close, mm-hmm. uh, which I've realized over the years doesn't mean the same thing as what other people think of as close. Mm-hmm. In Texas, we think nothing of driving an hour to get somewhere. Yeah, because well, that's like here in Florida Tex- too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's the same thing because you can't get there from here. <laughs> you just kind of got to. Can't. It, it's yeah. just, you know, everything is an hour away. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll spend a little time out in um, some of the smaller towns of Texas, mm-hmm. seeing my husband's family. So that should be interesting. Yeah. Now, do you guys have any we'll, special we'll... Go ahead. Well, no, you go ahead. Oh, uh, holiday? Yeah, any any yeah, any traditions or anything in your family that you're you're going to be doing or um we like to at least um well, <laughs> I can tell you the one I haven't done this year and I mm-hmm. miss it, so I'll have to do it at least um after the uh Christmas is done. I didn't actually put up my Christmas tree this year. My mom came over to do it because I was so <laughs> Uh, that was, I mean, I had edits that week. Uh, that's how crazy it's been. Um, I'll, I'll really think about putting out another book right at Christmas time. Um, typically, my my kids think of one movie as the ho- as a holiday movie that no one else thinks of as a holiday movie. I put up my Christmas tree when once a year I watch Galaxy Quest. Really? I, I yes. I I don't know why I started doing that. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I put up my tree while watching Galaxy Quest. Uh-huh. And I wow. haven't watched it this year, so I've got to do that before the new year uh, turns over or I'll be in trouble. Oh, yeah, that was a cool movie. That was that was a yeah. cool movie. I liked that one. I usually might well my husband put my husband's job is to put up the tree cuz he's kind of like the Christmas elf if you've seen any of the pictures on my Facebook page. Um he's he's like the Christmas elf that's this thing he's working on tree 3 of 3 right now, the littlest one. Um but I usually start playing a Christmas story and looping that on cuz I have that on DVD and that's like one of my favorites. So that gets played over and over again usually. You know, <laughs> the puppets <laughs> the dogs go in and steal the truck. So that's kind of like my house. I have the bumpus dogs in my house, actually. <laughs> um, they're not quite that bad. But um, so now, are you guys are you turkey or ham people, or do you have any um, turkey. Uh, turkey traditional? Oh yes, my husband's a huge turkey person. Uh, although uh-huh. we we do subscribe to the Texas theory of it's Christmas time, let's eat a lot of tamales. Uh huh. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, tamales are huge in Texas at uh-huh. Christmas time. Wow, that's neat. Yeah, because I mean, I think I've had tamales before, but we we have more of like, I mean, we do have some Mexican food here in Florida, obviously, but I mean, it's more there's there's more of an emphasis on like Cuban food here than than Mexican so much from where you're at. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, so so what have you asked Santa for Christmas this year? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, time to actually, you know what? I would love I would love some time to read something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of all I've, of all the things I've been doing, I, I've been working solidly since um, probably June of this year. Having mm-hmm. having put out, I mean, I'm a new author. You're going to make your money off your backlist, so getting a backlist up is really important. Right. Um, so I, I'm planning on taking a week off and just reading for a solid week because I, mm-hmm. I really think that it's important to kind of keep your spirit up, kind of get the ideas flowing again to to read what you love. Mhm. Yeah. So if I, you know, if I'm going to ask for something, I'm going to ask for a little bit of time. That sounds that sounds like a good one. I know I could use some. <laughs> I think yeah. everybody could use a little bit of time, especially this time of year. I mean, we're all running around so crazy and it's just it's it's a hard time of year for a lot of people to find time. And my husband's been off for the past. Well, he's off today. He's off tomorrow. 
Um, yeah, tomorrow's Friday. I'm lost. <laughs> and he's off uh, two days next week. But he's, you know, he, he asked me the other day, he's like, are you going to be able to stand having me home so much over the next couple of weeks? And I'm like, um, I guess. He's like, gee, thanks. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. I have my routines. And <laughs> this is my preview. It is hard. Oh, yeah. This is my preview of him being retired in six months and home all the time. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it is, it's weird, isn't it? I, I told, I was saying my husband's off for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was like, I'm only out a chapter and a half away from finishing this book. And it'll probably be the first of the year before I finish this book. Because mm-hmm. when there's another person in the house, it it's harder to work. Oh, it is. There's another person. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And and usually my other half, it's like he'll run out with the most. I mean, he'll like you know, you know what the Buckeyes just did, the football team did. You know what Coach Trestle did. I'm like, I don't care. I'm in the middle of trying to write a menage scene, honey. Go away. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm writing sex. Go away. <laughs> and it's like, and the other thing is like, and I can't remember the writer that said it. There was a writer who did something along the lines of writing and masturbation are very are very similar. They both need to be done in private. And you have to wash your hands when you're done. And it's like, it's very difficult when I'm trying to write the sex scenes. It's like, okay, go away. I'm writing sex. Go away. I need to be by myself. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Mine will walk up behind me and, and he'll like be, okay, I'm just going to pick random words. Cock, pussy. Erection. God, what is wrong with you? You know, and and yeah, and I'm like, okay, you're out of here. Go away. <laughs> but he he always walks up when when those words are on my screen. Mm-hmm. Somehow oh, yeah. he manages to always find them. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like radar. It's like heavy radar or something. Do 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 do. Oop, she's writing pervy stuff. Maybe I'll get laid. Do 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 do. I also um, get that you're writing a sex scene. Don't you need to research that sex scene? No, I don't. I'm good. Um, yeah, I get a lot of that. He'll come uh, home with toys. Well, oh, didn't you write about that in the last one? Well, yeah, but that does. I also wrote about a serial killer. That doesn't mean I want to be. Why did you bring killed. one home? <laughs> I don't yeah. want to adopt a serial killer. Oh gosh! And, and he'll be uh, he'll be that guy who who believes that I write. Um, I mean, we're we write fantasy. So right. yes, do we write? Um, 10 inch cocks yes we do mm-hmm. um, do you see that often and you don't normally see a tripod walking around out there no but, uh, it, my it, husband, unfortunately usually they're gay men when you do see them <laughs> I know what's up with that that's just cruel I know um, my husband though is the one who came home with uh, the um, I, I don't know I don't know what you call it like uh, the pack of butt plugs Oh my like God. they oh, the start off trainer, small. trainer pack. Yeah. Yes, they start off small and they go to something you would shove up an elephant pass. Oh, What's up with that? Pack. Oh my God, I've seen this before. I love that's great. I'm yeah. like, no, that no, yeah, it was it was ridiculous, guys. And he's like, no, you write about that all the time. Yeah, I write about it, but that's different. Yeah, yeah. But that's, again, let's go back to the serial killer argument. <laughs> Oh, in the chat room, we've got we've got Jillian trying to bait AJ into calling to ask. I'm going to give AJ a pass here. What is your favorite uh, BDSM toy? My favorite BDSM toy? Uh huh. Oh God. Um. I okay. I like the tens unit. <laughs> oh, um, I know. There are a lot of people who like violet wands. I I'm I actually like the tens unit. Really? Now, why is that? I don't know. Um, what's really funny is I end up in um, 
I, I ended up in a, a physical therapist's office a couple of months back, uh-huh. and they bring out the sense unit. I'm like, oh, yes. Awesome. And the physical therapist is literally sitting there. They've got everything strapped on to me. And, I mean, this is on my back at this point in mm-hmm. time. It's not on any uh, tender spots. Uh, but the, they keep going, okay, I need you to tell me when you're taking too much. Mm-hmm. No, really, I need you to tell me when you're taking too much. <laughs> are, are you okay? Is this thing working? I'm like, oh, it's working. It's good. Let's go. <laughs> that's, that's me. So that's that's pervy me. I like a tense unit. Yeah, actually, like I like the violet wand. I'm I'm just, of course, I'm sadistic, and I guess I'm a little bit, and I guess I am masochistic after all. But I actually like I like the violet wand. I like the the, the sound it makes, especially when you like. I've got one of those adapters. I get this, and you just pick out one yeah. of those adapters that you can put regular light bulbs in it. So it's like, you know, those little coiled party lights that are different colors. It's really cool when you pop one of those in, like a green one or a red one, getting all these different colors out of them. And I like this. I like the smell of the ozone. I, mean, I just think they're really cool. And you can kind of go up to somebody and you can turn it way down so it does it barely, there's barely any sensation, but it still makes that noise and the person just jumps because they're expecting to be zapped. So it's like, part of me going, they jump, you know. But and I actually, so funny you say that because uh-huh. I am uh, in the book I'm writing right now. The book I'm writing right now is a, a most of the bliss books aren't BDSM, but I'm writing a Texas uh, Sirens book, and that's a, a heavy BDSM series. Um, and a cattle prod comes into play in uh, in ooh, that one, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. See, yeah. yeah, no, cattle prod is different because it's a different type of electricity and it, it, it's a different type of current the way it runs through, and it's like, ooh, that's the bad guy. Oh, yeah. okay. The cattle prod yeah. is the bad guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cattle but, prod, but it always reminds me. Yeah, cattle prod, it's, it's laser, a red it's a, one. Yeah, mm, those are bad. Those are, those are bad. And I also, the, the, the fly swatter, they have those little fly swatter tennis racket zappy thingies. Those aren't, those don't feel good either. Those, because again, it's that different kind of, um, it's almost like an electric fence kind of charge. It's like, ugh, it's not the good kind of charge. It's the bad kind of it. Whereas the violet wand, it's just like surface. It's more like static electricity on steroids. It, and it's just, it's different. <laughs> but I actually, and, and the tennis unit just, just contracts your muscles, basically. Right. It's almost like a, um, God, how do you describe it? It's like it, it's a tingle, but I mean, it can get yeah. very, um, it can get intense, but it, it's yeah. a tingling that goes through you, not not necessarily a, a, just a jolt. But yeah, my bad guy uses a cattle uses a cattle prod, and he also um, is um, attached to tasers. So mm-hmm. yeah, tasers. Yeah. Are- the bad kind of electricity. I don't like to play with. Yeah. I don't play with tasers. No, 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 no. Um, I do know a friend of mine. She's got one that she threatens people with it. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't actually sit on them, but she's like, and everybody's like, they listen to her when she because she, she's only like about literally she's she's like maybe four nine in heels. I mean, she's like really short, really tiny, and she's a nurse, and it's like it's like, it's like she'll whip that thing out, and zap it, and everybody pays attention to her when she does that, you know. It's amazing how fast she can get to your attention when you're when she's got a taser in front of you. It's like, yeah. oh, yes, I'm yeah. sure she does. Yeah. <laughs> I would pay attention to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, I was telling them my favorite, actually, I like the cane as my favorite mm-hmm. BDSM toy because I just, I like the, uh, um, 
the accuracy and that and the funny thing about a cane and I've got canes in various thicknesses all the way from like you know these huge like batons or like rattan batons all the way down to, to these carbon fiber and delrin canes I like canes because they can be used both for pleasure and pain depending on how and oh, where yeah. you use them I've got the big the, especially the big like you know my husband's eyes are really wide I've had this big you know huge it's like one inch across you know uh, uh rattan baton he's like what the hell are you gonna do with that thing and I said, I made a joke with him. I said, well, bend over and I'll show you. And he's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Seriously, bend over the counter. And I rolled it up and down his back. And he's like, oh, my God, that feels so good. I said, now, can you imagine whacking me in the ass with this thing? He's like, please don't. And I'm like, no, no. I said, can you imagine? Or you can take it on its end and you can, like, tap it lightly against the muscles, you know, like just, just with the end of it. You know, and so that's, you know, it, it, it's very it's very precise instrument you know or you can basically cut somebody open with one depending on what kind of cane it is and how and where you hit them so that's why i like canes they're very multitasking i like i'm like alton brown on good eats i like multitask (laughs) let's see oh jillian's like jillian's because that's why i'm hiding on my 30th y'all scare me on her 30th birthday so no jillian we love you we we won't spank you in the bad way i promise honey your bruises will fade out you would always have a safe word that's right. Well, no, birthday spankings don't get safe words. Those are just spankings. Oh. <laughs> That's my rule. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Uh, Michael, tasers will turn professional tough guys into a little girl. <laughs> Out of the chat room. Um, now, Michael, one of the things I love about, about my bad guy using the cattle prod was I, I, you know, I, of course, go immediately to YouTube because I'm not using a cattle prod on myself. Right. But boy, howdy, do people use them on their friends? And do they? Uh, it, it, oh, yes. I, do the people I, videos, huh? Yes. And, and let me tell you, most of them are from Texas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, our redneck factor, and I come from rednecks. Let me say that I can lovingly um, talk of rednecks because I come from a long line of them. Uh-huh. Uh that's a that uh, uh, cattle prod and a six pack of beer. That's a Saturday night around here. <laughs> oh my god. There's a tagline for a book, a cattle prod and a six pack right. of beer. That's a Saturday night around here. Right. <laughs> you might be a redneck. <laughs> oh god. Um, oh shit. That's that's great. That's great. Um <laughs> okay, Michael's like sigh. Ah, oh, the Texas jokes laugh out loud. So yes, yes, the Texas. Of course, I could joke about yeah, Florida because I mean we we get kind of well, we import a lot of crazy here in Florida. Unfortunately, we get a lot of crazy that escapes from the great north. So it's like all these people over and you know for the election two elections ago, nobody could punch a butterfly ballot. I'm like, excuse me, that's West Palm Beach. That's like a whole different country over there. And most of those people come from up north. You know, those of us born here, we know how to punch a butterfly ballot. Thank you very much, because we can read. <laughs> when I go to Florida, I'm always shocked by the amount of people from New Jersey who are in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people here. Uh, Pennsylvania, we get a lot of Michiganders. Um Especially this time of year, I mean, you can't you can't swing a cat without hitting a, a car with a foreign plate on it right now this time of year. And the funny thing was, a couple of months ago, I helped my best friend move back up to Ohio. I'm driving the right, and it wasn't. It, I realized as I'm in it, we're coming into Ohio, and I'm seeing all these Ohio plates. It's like you know how when you drive to a different state, you're like, oh look at all the different state plates. But I was like, I'm so used to seeing Ohio plates, it was like, oh yeah, I'm not in Florida anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're actually in Ohio now, you know, because you're just so used to seeing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me say that my, my second home where I consider my, the honestly, the second place that I, I love to write about is Colorado. And uh, there are times when you can't, I mean, you, you can't throw a rock and not hit a Texan. Uh-huh. It's it's why you you get pulled over with Texas plates because they are so sick of Texans coming into Colorado <laughs> in the summer. Um, that's not going to stop me though. I'm still going to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got pulled over. We were um, earlier this year. We were out west. My husband and I on vacation, and we had flew in the Spokane and went to our our final destination was Yellowstone National Park, and we drove over to Seattle first to visit a friend and. Um, we were driving I-90 out. We were in, um, I guess that was Wyoming. And my husband got popped on I-90 for speeding on the interstate in Wyoming. I'm like, good job, honey. Of all the places you could get popped, the place that practically has no speed limit, that's where you get stopped for speeding. But we also that's had right. the Washington State plate. And it was Memorial Day weekend. It was the tail end of Memorial Day weekend. And, of course, we come over the rise. And as soon as my husband sees the trooper, he makes the mistake of hitting the brake. And the car, I'm like, oh. just pull over. Just pull over, honey. He's going, no, no. I'm like, nope, just pull over. He's going to pop you. And sure enough, here, bubblegum lights came on. Here he comes. I'm like, yeah, okay, just pull over. He got you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, foreign plates on the car because we're in, we're in white. There's nobody around us. We're like the only car for miles. Oh, and, we get, and, of course, everybody's like, how did you get stopped for speeding in Wyoming? The only place that would be more unbelievable would be Montana. Montana. Like, yeah. But yeah, that was that was fun. I just I didn't harass. I didn't bust his balls about it either. I just kind of sat there and handed well, him all the paperwork. <laughs> you were in a small. You were probably in a small town, and they need a yep. new coffee pot, so they're yeah. going to pull over somebody. Well, actually, it was a state trooper. That was what was so funny. It was the state trooper that uh, state trooper that got us. But I wasn't even thinking about it being Memorial Day weekend, actually. But it's like you know, if, of all there was like a dot of cop, and that was like the first trooper. Literally, we saw one trooper in Washington State, and this was we hadn't hit Yellowstone yet. We were on our way over to actually to Rapid City because we were going to do Rushmore and everything before we got to Yellowstone, and he was literally in like three days he was the first trooper we had seen <laughs> and he's the wow. one that popped us for speeding of yeah course. <laughs> yeah i'm like no he couldn't have popped us while i was going 100 miles an hour he gets my husband for doing 82 and a 70 i mean you know <laughs> or whatever it was it was some low ridiculous amount i'm like oh man you know i mean i was like doing 100 for most of the time and the first time i let him drive he gets popped for speeding in wyoming so, Michael, that's why that's why I have Alaska plates. Oh, we've got Teresa there. Hi, Teresa. She's in the chat room now. Um, for those of you listening, we're talking tonight with um, erotic romance author Sophie Oak, who has a new book out. Um, you can check her out on her website at sophieoak.com, and I'm putting up the link also at the bookstrand link. It's bookstrand.com backslash sophieoak to see all of her backlist. Um, and if you, you need to go look at her book and buy them, if you haven't bought them yet, because right now Bookstrand is offering, hello, 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 a discount. You've got uh, for one week only. Um, all of her titles are, other than the, the one that's out now, um, are 15% off. That offer ends December 30th, which I believe is next thursday i think so yeah. make sure if you haven't gone over there yet make sure you go and grab her backlist now even if you don't have time to read them now go buy them now 
because you well, and got- if you want to just give me a try, all my first chapters are up at my website. Awesome. So yeah, and yeah. they're really. I mean, I've I've started. Um, which one did I start? Um, I think it was. God, my brain is fried right now. Um, which one did was I? Was it the Bliss book? No, I think it's away from me. Is the one that I just started. I'm okay. literally like on the first chapter of it. Um, I'm pretty sure it was away from me. Is the one I've started. I'm like literally like on the first chapter. But I mean, I just so far, I mean, I'm loving it. <laughs> well, I've been able to read, but I mean, I've got your entire but you're lined up next week because I've gone through Chris Cook's book, which I love. So now I I'm, know I love him too. Always, yeah, and I've got I've got another one of of Rick. Um, Rick Reeds, I've got to go through too because I love him. He's he's actually who we visited when we were out in Seattle. And he's such a sweetheart. I love his book. Um, let's see. Oh, Lisa is in the chat room. She says I already have all of Sophie's books. Yay! 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 Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> and thank you, Jillian. Jillian's in there. So, oh, and AJ says Small Town Siren was great. So yay! Yay! That's my first one. Yeah. Yeah, those, that's so you get, the, yeah, that's the first one in my my uh, Texas Siren series. And they're they're two very different series. Um, Bliss is an MFM series, mm-hmm. and um, Texas Sirens is an MMS series. Yeah, so the boys get to play in in Texas Sirens. Yeah, woohoo! I like it when the boys play. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. I'm sorry, I'm a pervy hat woman. I like watching two guys go after it. I mean, I just do. It's like you know, there's something about it. I just I don't know. I'm just, I'm a pervy het woman. That's what I say. <laughs> and my hubby, bless his heart, my hubby, when he has to read my books, and there's male, male stuff in my book. I mean, he'll read through, I mean, it's like, it's not that it turns him on or anything. I mean, he just, because he's my husband, and I think he feels obligated to read it, so he'll, like, kind of start, like, I could tell when he's at one of those points, especially if he's, like, got my uh, my paper edits, and he's looking through, because I print out my edits, and I'm doing it to make sure I don't miss stuff, and it's like I could see him kind of paging back too. through those sections, so, so that he can get through it back. <laughs> So it gets back to the regular non-male male stuff, you know. So it's like, <laughs> but um, oh man, yeah. Tell for for our readers. I mean, I I obviously know what it's like because I I have to go through it too. But talk to the readers and tell them a little bit because we're running low on time. We've got 15 minutes left. But talk to them about the edit process. How what you go through when you're doing the edits. Tell them what that's like. Um, I I've been told um, by some friends of mine that I like to do major surgery. Mm-hmm. I think I do. Um, I, I try always to turn in the book the way I want it. I mm-hmm. know there are writers who will, will get basically what they want down, know they're going to get another pass at it and, and send it in. I don't do that. I, I really try to get it the way I want it, and yet I still end up going back. And, and like um, when I had three to ride, I ended up adding, I think, 12,000 words to it in the editing process. Oh, wow. Now, we're lucky we <laughs> Yeah, I did. We're lucky we get to do that in the type of publishing that we do. Mm-hmm. I, I know that in New York we would not get to do that. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, I guess that we go through, what, we get two edits, two two real passes at it. Yeah. Um, we get the initial edits back where we basically go through, go through our checklist. Um, I, I, my edits tend to be fairly light. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one um, – well, now, in Small Town Siren, they had me do a lot of editing to that book. I feel like I went back and rewrote that book mm-hmm. um, because I was brand-new author and, and didn't understand a lot of, of things. And I 
I can't tell you how appreciative I am to the editor who kicked my ass on that book. I I do. I think I owe an enormous debt of gratitude to her. She was so rough on me. I read edits that first time, sat down and cried. Right. And and was like, why? Why why did they even buy this book? Mm -hmm. Um, And she made me a better writer. Yeah. Uh, She made certainly made me a more readable writer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you you go through that first um, that first pass at it. end up sending that out. I actually sit with someone and read the whole thing out loud mm-hmm. because I find that you, I, I catch more because I'll end up reading it the way it sounds good to me in my head, even against the words on the page. And the person who's reading along with me is like, oh, no, wait, which way do you want to say that? Mm-hmm. And you make that decision there. Some dialogue that's, that reads well on the page sounds stilted when you say it. Yep. Um. So you you fix those things. In the second pass, when you get back the the I guess the final edit, the final mm-hmm. line edit, uh, I tend to have a whole bunch of people read it just to find mistakes. Yeah. Um, because I feel like uh, I, I know that my publisher is is responsible for giving me editing services, but in the end, it's my book. Right. And and what what comes out of it, I I need to feel like I'm putting out the absolute best thing I possibly can. Now, the funny thing is some of the things I have found that I've picked up in the final edits have been things that I can't believe I missed. I mean, you've gone through that Mm -hmm. book seven, eight times. Well, you got page one after all. Totally page (laughs) one. So that when release day comes around, I think that all authors feel this way. You are so sick of that book, you can't imagine why anybody would read it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so it's it's always happy when when it, you, you people actually buy it. Right. Well, yeah, and I know it's like I'll still go, and it's almost impossible. And, and you'll find errors even in like you know big New York traditional published books. I mean, you're going to find an error here and there. And it's like it's funny. It's like I'll go read and go, don't. How did I miss that? Oh, how did I yes, miss that? Absolutely. Oh, God damn it. How did I miss that? You know, even after you've gone through it so many times. And it's like, and, and the funny thing is every once in a while I'll notice some of them are like, you know, you might have a word that it looks like the word that you meant to have in and it was just typo. And so you know that the editor's brain was working the same way yours was and they missed it because the brain picked up the right word, even though it wasn't the wrong word on the paper. You know, it's like little things like little brain tricks, you know. And it's just the funniest shit'll make it through. <laughs> oh yeah. And sometimes it's things that, that aren't necessarily a mistake, but that you realize, wow, I really should have had that in there. I had a reader write me about small town siren, um, to ask me why Abby was never given a safe word. Mm-hmm. Um, because Sam uh, this is uh you've got the Dom Jack and you've got his two submissives, um Abby and, and Sam. And before they go in the playroom for their, their big BDSM scene. Sam is given a safe word. Abby is never given a safe word. And mm-hmm. I went through that book going, that I, I, I had to, how did I miss that? But yeah, absolutely. I did not give her one. And then I'm like, but it's an ebook. Couldn't I go back and rewrite it? No. Well, you know, yeah. and something like that, see, the funny thing is something like that wouldn't necessarily trigger somebody like me because I know a lot of people in real life that actually play without safe words. You basically, you go red or you look up at the person, you go, stop that, cut that the fuck yeah. out. And in real life, people actually will do that. I mean, 
Yeah, so, so something like that, that's, you know, that's funny because something like that actually wouldn't really trigger in my mind necessarily because I know it's like, you know, even even though you could go, oh, there's no safe word, I guarantee if you look at someone, you go, stop now. They're going to stop, you know, <laughs> for the most part, you know, unless that's predetermined that, yeah, you will have this particular safe word. But, I mean, most real people, like I said, that aren't sociopaths or psychopaths, actually, if you tell them stop, they're going to stop. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's funny. That wouldn't probably have triggered me. Um, it's funny things people pick up. I've had, I've had people, you know, ask me odd things about some of my books before, and I'm like, huh? You know, it, not even editing stuff like about secondary characters. I'll get questions about secondary characters I've never even considered giving stories to, and I'm like, hmm. That's, uh, that's what I was thinking. Is do you get a lot of people who come back and say? Um, this little bitty tiny character, I know that you got a lot of people who talked about, I'm trying to remember their names, um, they were in both Safe Harbor and the um, oh, TNT yeah. books. Ray, Ray, uh, yeah. Ray, Ray, yeah. Yes, that's there. right. I know you had a lot of people ask you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, like, surprised that those little tiny characters resonate? Well, those guys, they always kind of, they've got a story gelling in the back of my mind. But the funny thing, what I get questions about in the Love Slave for Two series is the the, one, the meme sister. And for the life of me, for I'm having a fiber fog moment. I can't pull her name out of my ass. I want to say Ellen, but I don't Tommy's think Tommy's sister? Yeah, Tommy's sister. You're talking about, yeah. Yeah. I get oh, a lot of people asking about her, her and her story. husband. Yeah, and her husband, Clay. Well, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, so who's who's Clay going to find love with? And and. Peggy, Tommy's mother, is she gonna find is she gonna marry is she gonna marry Tyler's father? Da, 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 da. I get all these questions and I'm like, Holy crap, okay, I'm getting all these people asking me questions and of course I'm not gonna give any spoilers one way or the other, but it's funny, it's like some of these characters that I hadn't really even considered stuff about I'm getting questions about I'm like, Okay, I don't have enough or the fierce radiance. I've got people asking questions about some of the minor characters in there and that I hadn't considered giving, you know, giving stories to it, it, it so it's funny and it, you know it's like okay i've i've already got about 20 stories floating around in my brain right now i still gotta write you know oh my god here's another right. one you, now. you have no idea what's going to trigger people to i i had somebody write me about olivia barnes fleetwood olivia barnes fleetwood at the end of siren in the city is three months old she's mm-hmm. three months old she, yeah she probably doesn't need a story yet yeah, no, that'd be kind of creepy. Yeah, and, some, and Lisa's chat room is Emily. Emily is the sister's name. So I just, I was like having a fibrofog moment. I could not remember her name to save my life. A lot of books. Yeah. Well, you keep that spreadsheet. I'm sorry. I have to keep a my one of my my uh, my friends who edits for me. She's forced mm-hmm. me to now keep a spreadsheet so that I don't reuse names because I tend to. Uh-huh reuse names and you know when you write menage that you use a lot more boy names than you do girl names well what i found out when i was writing because i've got i wrote um i with the tasty treats volume three i've got steam well i've got this side character kale k-a-e-l and i wasn't even thinking about it i actually was looking for names that and i don't remember what the name means now but i picked that name specifically because of the meaning and everything and the and well I, when they ended up blending, the characters ended up merging into my Lyle Brothers Wolf here. I forgot. Well, one of the brothers is Ain Brody and Kale, C A I L. And so, yeah. In Steam, I've got Kale and Brody out at Yellowstone, and I'm like, 
Okay, so it actually became a Brody makes a joke in the book. He goes, "We got kale and kale." He says, "You know, K and C." He says, "Great, we got K and C. Now we just need the sunshine band." You know, <laughs> so I actually turned it into a running joke in the in the book that we're going to have kale and kale with a K and kale with a C running through the book. So I'm like, "Oh, great!" Because now all these characters are actually going to be in the same series from book four on. After I get the bridge book done, so I'm like, "Oh, crap!" How the hell did I do that? Why did I do? You know, it's a damn character. I, I know exactly why you did that. Because <laughs> you've written enough books that you have to recycle names after a while. They, they're just not enough of them out there. I've joked that I'm going to end up, my next book is going to be about Edgar and, and Albert. Yeah. And those just are not necessarily really, really sexy names. They might be sexy guys, but they're not probably the names that you would pick for a romantic hero. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna end but, up with, you know, um, uh, I don't know, some, something yeah. really not, not sexy. Francis. Yeah, I, and everybody, of course, is using all the same names too. You know, it's like all these. So you're oh, trying yeah. to find non-standard names that nobody else is using, so that you get a little interest going. But um, I actually use a program for my initial draft called Super Note Card, and I always talk. I'm not affiliated, you know, with this. I just love this software. Um, when I discovered it back in, I think it was 2008, I, I, I found it through one of the writer's magazines, and I love it. And it's actually like little note cards, and I can have, like, deck. I can have a project, and I can have – so what I'll do is, like, for a series, I'll have a, a project set up, and each deck will be a book in the series. But I can also put, like, individual cards up on the main desktop, and I can do all my cards, and then I can export a series of cards or a deck as a RTF file into Word. So once I get to my – you know, I get my rough draft done in super note cards. So I can like, if I'm, if I need a plot that I, I'm not ready to write that scene yet. Cause I don't write A to Z. I, I bounce all over the place. So I can actually like do a title on the card, jot a few notes down, drop it into place and I can shuffle everything around later if I need to. And then once I'm done, I export it into Word, and that's when I smooth it out and start doing my major. So I'll have cards and actually has a way of tracking like your characters and stuff. So I actually will use that, and I'll drop it in there. Yeah, I'll drop in, like, physical characteristics so that I don't, like, have the, you know, hero with the changing eye color midway through the book and those kind of things. Oh, yeah, I've had that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I love that. Yeah, love I've that. definitely had that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I've by gotten, um, mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Mendoza. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's awesome, and it works for. They've got one for Windows or for um, Mac. I use Windows, so. But yeah, it's awesome software, and I love it. Once you get used to it, I mean, sometimes it takes people a little bit of time to get used to it. But once you get used to it, you'll never go back. Because I, I save myself so much time not having to bounce back and forth in the manuscript to find out where I, I was. I literally save myself days of work on a manuscript because I would waste time. Okay, where was this scene? Where was this scene? Where's this plot hole? Where's this plot hole? So now I can see it all in front of me and boom, that's it. You know, I've got it. So, you know, it's, I'm answering a chat room question now that I'm trying to micro. <laughs> oh, damn, we're down to like two minutes. Man, this hour has gone fast. Um, in the bridge book here, I've got somebody asking me a question. Um, Wow, this hour has gone fast. Um, for those of you listening, uh, I've been talking with um, erotic romance author Sophie Oak. Uh, her newest book, I just got the 90-second cue. Her newest book is out at Siren Bookstrand, and it's uh, Two to Love, correct? That's the one that just came out? Yep, that's right. Okay, Two to Love. Um, so make sure you go to, to bookstrand.com backslash Sophie Oak, or you can go to sophieoak.com to her website. 
Um, and you can download all of the, the first chapters from her books, and you can give them a test read. Um, you're going to love her. And make sure you get them before the 30th because there's a discount going on, so you're going to save money. Um, get the 60-second queue. So um, thanks for joining me tonight, Sophie. As always, this was a blast. I'm going to make sure I have you back again for your next one, if not sooner. Um, this has been great. Um, thank you, everybody that tuned in tonight on my chat room, peeps. Um, it is, uh, well, we got two days before Christmas, so make sure you all have a safe and happy holiday, no matter what you're celebrating. Um, and I think that's all I got. So I just want to say thanks for joining me tonight, Sophie. I had a great time. Um, so thank you for having uh, me. I, I love to do the show. It's so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you, you've been a great guest. And uh, everybody, so that, that's it for tonight. Thanks for tuning in to Oralingus with Timber Dalton. Um, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.